Hello friends and welcome to this daily devotion about living a wholehearted life and about your heart thriving, not just surviving. Sometimes we go through a season where it seems like our sin is always before us. And today I wanted to talk to you about that. I wanted to ask you, has something always been right in front of you, like in your face? I'll be really honest today. I'm going to be quite, <laughs> quite vulnerable with my physical appearance. Uh, today uh, we had like a pastor's breakfast. I'm pre-recording this devotion, and I had quite a few appointments and meetings today. Saw a lot of people, but I, but I've got a little thing on my nose over here, and it sort of I don't want to touch it. Okay, it's like a it's like a thing. It's probably, you know, just like a normal zit or something. But it seems to be quite aggro, this one. And the whole day so far, it's, it's almost like it's always been before me. I can see it right there. I hear, I think, are people looking at it? Can people see it? <laughs> Do people notice it? I notice it. As soon as I get back in the car, I'm like, is it worse? Because <laughs> it feels enormous. And it's almost like it's always before me. And a lot of times... In our Christian journey, it seems like stuff we do or stuff we've said or places where we've missed the mark, it just feels like it's always before us, almost like a mark on your glasses or a zit on your nose. <laughs> it just seems like it's always before us and you just can't get rid of it. So today I wanted to encourage you that what happens in Psalm 51, the prayer that David prays is more than just asking God to give him a heart transplant. There's a scripture in Jeremiah that says, it, and is it, that in Jeremiah that says, God will give us a new heart. Um, but, but now David's praying for something totally new in Psalm 51 verse 10. And the scenario goes like this. David has totally messed up. And he sent Bathsheba's husband, Uriah, to the front lines basically to be killed after his first plan didn't work to get him to come and sleep by his wife, Bathsheba, whom David slept with. And got pregnant. So this is when David now finds out like he's in a desperate situation. He's totally messed up. And his sin is always before him. And he prays this prayer in verse 10 of Psalm 51. It says, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. So today we're going to ask God to do those two things. To create and to renew. Now this word create that David used here is exactly the same word, if you trace it back in the Hebrew, that is used in Genesis 1 verse 1, in the beginning God created. Now, no man helped God create the heavens and the earth, nor the waters above and beneath, the stars and the sun. No one helped him. So this kind of creating God is doing in David's heart, or that David is yearning for, is the kind of creating that only God can do. It's the same word he uses. So firstly, our plea would be, if something's always before us, God, create in me a clean heart. A heart that's not like mine. And not like the heart I, I inherited from my forefather, Adam. That gene pool from Adam is totally corrupt. God, I need a brand new one. Could you create that new heart in me with your own hands, with none of my help? A lot of the times we want to put our own hands into our own hearts and 
help God mold it for us. You know, God a little bit more like this and less like that. I'd like to hold on to these things in my heart, these bits of things and those pieces of unforgiveness. But David is just letting go and saying, you create, you just you, not me. So that's our first prayer today. If you've got something ever before you, let God create within you this new heart, this pure heart that only he can create. The second thing David asks is to renew in him a steadfast spirit. There's a verse that says uh, in Proverbs, it says that, that we should watch over our hearts with diligence for from it flows the springs or the issues or matters of life. Now, Psalm 51 verse three is the one where he says, my transgressions are ever before you. But finally, David's heart is totally moved to acknowledge what he had done, what had cost both him and Bathsheba. And the reason we need God to renew a steadfast spirit within us is actually because our old genes, if I can call it, old gene pool still has a way of rearing its ugly head. And that's why he must create the new heart the way he creates it. And then we ask him, renew it. Renew a steadfast spirit within us every day, not to put our own hands into the situation and not hold on to bitterness and not hold on to anger, resentment or unforgiveness. To ask God to renew a steadfast spirit within us, a spirit that does not succumb to the pressures around us, to the ways of the world, or even to the plans of the enemy or to the real ugly corners of our hearts. What this passage of scripture helps me do is it helps me to see that only the word of God can scrub off the dirt in my soul and in my life. And I need him to mold and make this new heart. And I need him to renew a steadfast spirit within me. I can't do these things and you can't do them either. So we come before God many times in our lives Almost as hopeless as David was, going, God, I, I, I can't change my own heart. Will you do it? God, I can't renew. I can't be so steadfast. I can't produce obedience. Would you produce it? And would you remove this thing that is ever before me with your unfailing love? I hope that you can pray that prayer today as well. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you that you have removed our transgressions from us as far as the east is from the west. And we echo the psalm and the words that said, how high, so high is the measure of your great love, as, as far as high as the heavens are above the earth. So Father, thank you for this great love. Would you, would you purify our hearts? Would you create in us a clean heart? Would you help us not to hold on to things from our old hearts and from our dirty hearts, but would you create it? And Lord, would you renew a steadfast spirit within us, a, a resoluteness, a perseverance only produced by your spirit that we might win the prize and the crown that you have in store for us, the crown of life, and that we might have joy everlasting today. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.